1: TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand.
2: It's the Beer Show with Chris Reavers and Mike Fratelloni. Back in the saddle, it's the beer show here on Score North on 1500. And of course, you can find us online at scorenorth.com and also available on the Score North mobile app for both your Apple and Android devices. Live inside of the TCL Broadcast Studios, my name is Chris Reavers. And by my side, his name is Mike Fratelloni with fratelloni's ace harbor and garden stores Reverse, you've
1: been making radio magic all day <laughs> Apparently right? i
2: have and podcast magic and podcast magic all right and uh, our friends from elevated to beer wine and maybe you know what mike we'll save that story for the end of the hour okay how does that sound well
1: let's leave this as a teaser because reavers told if you haven't listened to the garage logic show podcast yet today uh, reavers
2: told a story that is unforgettable okay so we're going to save that for the end of the show that is a heck of a tease Speaking of a tease, our buddy Tom from Elevated Beer, <laughs> Wine and Spirits is here in studio with us. Hello, Thomas.
3: That sound you heard was everybody clicking over to the Garage Logic <laughs> yeah, podcast. Garage yeah, so yeah. So yeah, we might as well tell the story, but, uh, hey, how are you?
2: Good, good, good. So first, great. before we get to our featured guest, I know that uh, every time we mention the new Elevated Beer app, <laughs> we get tons of people that flock to their phones to download that app so that they can get that special and super home delivery service. Yeah.
3: Don't forget, I pop up on your phone yep. with my face. With your glamour shot. You can look at me and send me a message if you feel like it during the show. It's fine. I like that. I'll turn the turn the sound off right now, now that I'm thinking it. So what he's of- talking about
1: is on the app, there's a <laughs> uh, do you have a question feature, and you type in a question. You see... Tom's gorgeous face because he's like looking he has his blue steel look right he has his blue steel and then you answer it it comes right to your phone Yeah, and people 24 like, hours a day people, just ask questions people
3: have been like kind of typing stuff in like they don't think it's like, like a it's you? person yeah, yeah. or you know it's like a bot or something and you
1: should just screw the grammar up
3: super bad. And then I come back right away, and I'm like, hey, how are
2: you? Yeah.
3: And I'm like, yeah, I can answer your question, and wow. blah, blah, blah. And they're like, oh, you're a real person. You should just give out your cell phone number Yeah, on the phone. we could just start <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah. All right, let's <laughs> not do that.
2: Uh, but let's uh, welcome in uh, a familiar face to the beer show, but a, f- uh, a new face in terms of being in studio with us. Our good friends from Summit are here in studio today. Yeah, absolutely. We're doing
3: a, a 12-pack beer of the month with Summit Dollar Off, Are already- Extremely low pricing on Summit 12 Packs. Uh, so we have our friends, Ian, the shy guy in the corner. <laughs> He's he's always in the background of these summit episodes. I know he likes pulling to, the strings. And you know what? He knows
1: he's always back there rocking his head back and forth. Like, yeah, oh my gosh! No, why gosh, did I go on I've the show? A, now I'm
3: gonna have to clean all this up on Friday morning. <laughs> yes. uh, but more importantly, we got Max Mengenhauser, uh, one of the Brewers at Summit. You're yeah. a Brewer? Is the Brewer the official title?
0: Yeah, we yeah. Brewer is the official title. Awesome. I'm, I'm not so much uh, like a classical like Brewer, uh, all right. but yeah. Uh, cool. That's what they. That's what they, they let so, me handle the beer.
2: So, Max, uh, walk me through your history at Summit and your history as a brewer in general, sir.
0: Uh, so my history at Summit, I've only been there for a year and a half, uh, but yeah, that's just about it. Where'd was you it?
2: come? Where were you at before
0: this? Um, well, it's my first like career job out of college. Uh, I got really? My, yeah, yeah. I uh, got my degree in chemical engineering. Okay, and then. They love scientists over there. And then also just like the culture around beer and, I wanted to be a part of it. So and the cool.
1: culture around specifically Summit. I mean, it's an incredible culture there.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I mean, I was completely blown away when I was even, like, got responded for the job because I don't have any brewing experience, mm-hmm. and I just had a degree that was relevant and All shot right, so my time shot off, and I got time off, no, no, I mean, I was
3: joking, on. but, like, we've heard Mark talk about this yeah. in the past the where, you know, it, it's 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 not even necessarily so much about, you know, a specific Brewing background, he wants people that subscribe to the the ethos that that Summit has, and that's it's technical brewing, and and he wants people that I think that can grow with with him and the group. And Mm -hmm. it sounds like that's what happened here. Well, let's not give it
1: the technical brewing title because what I think it is is even more than that, Tom, and maybe Max because he's doing it every day. Once you have an iconic brand like Summit IPA, and you're making so much of it, you have to make every single batch every single year, every single day, the same, right? Well, mm-hmm. The art was to figure that out in 1987 or 1986. Yeah. Yeah. But once you've figured that math out, then guys like Math get Max have to get on and make it perfect every time. Yep. So when you start, do they say go make 8000 barrels of IPA. I mean, how do they do that? <laughs> yeah,
0: um, I mean, there's a schedule. Okay. And we just follow the schedule. I mean, I just read the schedule. I'm not so much on the numbers behind the scenes. Sure. Um, but yeah, the things that I'm passionate about are efficiency and, you know, process flow and process control and yeah, looking at like handling so much beer. So like I've had to learn the culture in like smaller breweries and like trying everybody's stuff and uh-huh. like I didn't really have much of a craft palate really either. I just like Where did beer. you go to school? South Dakota School of Mines and Technology.
3: Wow. Nice. Yeah, hard, cool. rockers. Yeah, the hard, hard Rockers. Yeah, Hard Rockers. I'm are, sure, yeah. I'm sure they've, they're one of the teams that has beat Minnesota in like college sports. Oh, I don't know. There, it's right? so or it's it
0: beat Revers High School football. No. Team. It's <laughs> <hard
2: work. laughs> all right, so, so Max, hold the guy what are you? Uh, 26. All right, so you're 26 years old. You're a year and a half into this. So you basically uh, got the golden lottery ticket. You were going for chemical engineering. You are a craft beer fan, I assume. Yeah, not your oh, college. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, and yeah. all of a sudden you're like, holy crap. I just landed a gig with somebody. That's you. You have to be the envy of your friends at that point. Yeah, I not
0: a break or anything, but I am the coolest person I know. <laughs> <laughs> that at, was humble. That but was humble. at the same <laughs> time,
2: too, you know, when you there, there has to be, I guess, a bit of trepidation going. Here I am, getting my foot in the door with a legendary company that's the pioneer, one of the pioneers of craft beer here mm-hmm. in the state of Minnesota. Yeah. At the same time, it had to have been a bit uh, not frightening, but frightening.
0: Yeah, no, I uh, for the first six months I was there day I walked in the door I was terrified (laughs) you know you don't want to mess up yeah and and Mark is so casual and he wants to get to know you too and it's like I didn't really realize the impact of the company until like you Mm -hmm. know a few months in it's like oh you work for Summit and like talk to tell that to strangers and then they immediately want to have a conversation with you and so. you know,
1: Mark has that super soft intensity about him. He seems like he's very easy to get along with, but I bet you anything he wants things done right.
0: Oh, of course. Right? Yeah, he is
1: passionate about it being really right, yet yeah. he's going to have a beer with you afterwards.
0: Exactly. Which yeah. is
1: really kind of cool. So let me ask this because from a science background that you have, yeah. is there a measurement that an IPA, that your summit IPA comes out at? I mean, do you have, when you finish a batch, do you put a little bit in a test tube and shove it into a machine and say, that's in 71.34? I mean, do you yeah. have something that does that, that tells it tells you that it's the exact same beer you produced last week and the week before and the years before and so on?
0: Well, uh, I don't so much do that testing. That's mm-hmm. in the, they have the quality department. We have a whole different group of people that does that. Okay, um, But the things that I can handle as a brewer is like dissolved gases and making sure not oxidized, not having I mean dissolved oxygen, making sure the carbonation is right. Um so how much yeah. of
1: it's science and how much of it is art?
0: Uh, for me, hmm. I have to learn the art so it like started with 100% science, science okay. and then I've just kind of lowered that percentage from 100 and gotten more now I'd say it's more 80-20 see
2: and and what you'll learn you know coming on this show and Mike and I have basically zero knowledge of craft beer Mm -hmm. other other than what we know tastes good and doesn't taste good 100% so (laughs) when Mike asked for a specific measurement you would have really earned points with me had you said something like I don't know uh, 1.21 (laughs) gigawatts, something like that
0: what's that
2: (laughs) you know that would have been that would have been cool because oh yeah all right. I think I've heard of that number before so Summit Brewing is the guest here on the beer show, courtesy of our friends from Elevated to Beer, Wine, and Spirits. And per usual, two tastings this weekend, this Friday at the White Bear Lake store from 5 to 7 p.m., this Saturday at the Minneapolis location from 3 to 5 p.m. You get to try the beer of the month, Summit Brewing, and you get to do it, Tom, for free.
3: Yeah, super awesome. Uh, We got the really cool uh, variety pack that Summit's been doing a great job with lately. The latest one is House Party, is that right? House party? Look at this, knocking it out of the park.
1: That's a kids' like. That's a kids' app too. Do you guys know that? Right? House party? Yeah, like if you have like a twelve year old daughter, she's (laughs) on House Party all day long, talking to thirty of her friends. See, some is saying, how can we attract the twelve year olds to like our beer?
3: Right
0: off the bat, I don't think that was the intention. Don't you think that's it? Okay,
1: maybe not. No, No, I don't think that's it. It's actually a
3: way to like put good beers in a variety pack for. Beer drinkers of oh, age. Okay, that makes yeah. more sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm
1: glad you straightened so,
3: me So speaking of that, there's a couple of really awesome beers right now from Summit. Uh, one of my favorites is their winter ale, always Agreed. a great, great yep. beer that I've been drinking for a long time. Um, but I want to just say within the last week or so, we got the Union Series uh, Russian Imperial style. Yep. Which is an awesome one that's come back, and I wanted to ask Max. Um, so the Union one is more about combining ingredients, if mm-hmm. I recall. And then there was the Unchained series. Is that still happening? Are you on the docket for that? Have um, you done anything with uh, that?
0: Since I've been there and in the door, I I have not experienced. Ian, heard any is, word. is
3: Unchained done? Yes, it's done. It's so done. now we're sticking with the ones that have won through this experimental part, and 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 the Russian We should Imperial give people style. a little
2: bit of a background on the Unchained <clears throat> series, which I think was a really cool and uh, and unique, I think, endeavor that Summit really uh, seized upon uh, the Unchained series. But tell tell the listener about that. That well, might not yeah, be familiar. Yeah, I mean, that was
3: the thing, and and there was two things going on, and in, and. In, It was kind of, I think, probably why they maybe moved away with, because it's a little bit confusing. There's a union series where products were coming out, and and it it had to do with kind of combining different ingredients in a a unique way. And the one that they hit out of the park right away was this Russian Imperial Stout. And so that one's come back. Mm -hmm. And then there was a similar uh, iterative process where they were doing the Unchained series where the, the each of the brewers, you know, you think, oh, there's a brewer at Summit. Well, there's how many? Seven of us. Seven. Yeah. So, you know, you got a lot of guys in there and they, you know, have different And they want to flex their, their craft muscle exactly. right? a bit. Exactly. Yeah. Um, giving people an opportunity to do to pet projects and, and things like that. So we got a series of the Unchained where that was allowing a brewer to do what they wanted to do for a time. And then, so we're seeing some of those beers kind of... Um, you know, f- float to the top if you want to mm-hmm. say. You know, the, the the winners, so to speak, are, are kind of coming back in a refined package and with enough uh, uh, capacity so that everyone can try them. I and the first time the Russian imperial style came out, it was gone. You know, we turned around, and we're like, whoops, sure. that's gone." Yeah. People uh, like that one, yeah. yeah so for weeks, we we're like, eh, "Sorry." <clears throat> but now, you know, it's coming out. And there's enough. It's on the shelf, and you would be able to taste it at the.
2: Let me ask you about that because tasting. when I look at it from, you know, the outsider's perspective, I don't always necessarily think of Summit as a, you know, a stout, you know, brewer. But but I think more so to the success of that particular beer might have just been because of Summit's legacy. Would that be a fair assessment? Well, I
3: think it was that. But I mean, I, I'm pretty sure this was the one Damien put together. Uh, you know he has a lot of that traditional i mean
2: just an irish guy. He's <laughs>
3: sure sure <laughs> he likes some of those <clears throat> stouts so felt like he was coming from a place of of knowledge there but
2: <clears throat> well cuz i was going to follow that up with um and i know i know ian's going to you might not know the answer to this max but i know ian's going to because we did an event there uh, that was almost a year ago, um, with yeah. Garage Logic. We mentioned that earlier. And I know what sold me and the mayor, uh, was the, uh, night, was it 19, something 19? 120, shilling. Oh, 120 shilling. oh my oh, yeah. God in heaven, was that a fantastic I You there that day. You was, were there that day. okay. Is that beer still on tap?
0: Are we still, uh, it, because, it is not on tap. I actually, my stores, my personal stores is down to my last four pack. Are you so, serious? Yeah. I wow. am, uh, there's, there's like one case in the cooler right now. That's just kind of, like so what full. did we? Stop
2: manufacture. manufacturing When did we stop brewing that particular um, beer?
0: We just brewed it once. You did. But yeah, our tanks are that big, so I mean, we brew it once, and it's quite a bit of product. Because
2: I'm not kidding. We when we did the the initial, you know, like sit down, like how we're going to map out this event, which would have been a, a little bit more than a year ago now. Mm-hmm. Um, someone made me try the beer, yeah. knowing I was the beer show guy, and I went, good heavens, I need another one did of you, these. Did you see oh, yeah. how he said,
1: someone made me try the beer. Well, I can't remember. Yeah, right. No, it's because I couldn't <laughs> remember the name of the person that made me try yeah, it. By
4: the ways,
2: like, I didn't even want to try it, and then they made me try some. <laughs> but knowing that I, but knowing that I was the sure. beer they, they guy. They wanted what, to put this fancy beer in was, front of you. Max, was, what, was, was that a 10%? It's or it was scary. something yeah, pretty heavy.
0: Uh, I don't remember off the top of my head. But it's got to yeah, be close to that. It was, it's very alcoholic. And
2: was that just taproom only, or did did you guys have yeah, that
0: we, in in. Yeah, we had it in the bottles too. It's just like the Union series. Gotcha, yeah. yep. gotcha. So
2: well, Max,
3: what what is what are the styles that you're drawn to? What 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 are the ones maybe you like from Summit and just kind of in general?
0: Um, I'm a big. I like dark beer. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I like dark lagers and stouts. Uh, but my personal like nine to five beer is just unfiltered pilsner called Keller Pils. Yeah, that's I love that beer so much. Tikes. I mean, I'm a little bias but
3: no we hear that a lot from brewers it's like pills yeah clean is it because it's so
0: much more sessionable is that why i think a big part for me it's the balance like i'm not a huge ipa drinker because i it's imbalanced in my mind the malt should have a say in the flavor Mm -hmm. and an ipa is typically malt doesn't have a say it's all the bitterness um so i yeah i i think i like it's the balance and you know like my most favorite pilsners are just really floral and you know they're a little more on the earthy herbal side, but yeah, just give yourself like drinkable.
1: fifteen years of
3: smoking and using hot sauce. And you're like,
1: <laughs> I need more IPAs. I can't even taste this builder anymore.
3: <laughs> well, we were all drinking one of the relatively new beers from Summit, the Slugfest, in the in the vein of a little bit more sessionable. Uh, this is a juicy IPA, and
2: I will say I'm the juicy IPA guy on this show. And this was my crazy. beer of the summer. It, re- oh. it really was. Oh, I would like to hear that. I, I was a big, I was a big Super fan of Slugfest. Yes.
3: it was like a huge hit at my house. It was like my wife is not an IPA. Person, But, you know, and I'm always buying them myself and it's just like, well, what am I going to drink? And, you know, finally found one that she actually Mm -hmm. liked, too. And that speaks to kind of the balance here, sessionability. It's not (laughs) over the top, but it has some of these great flavors that we're seeing.
2: Uh, trendy right now with so, IPAs. So Max, when this beer first came out, was the plan all all along to have it be available year round, or was this going to be a seasonal that just all of a sudden the popularity exploded and we said, "Oh my God, we got to keep producing this beer." I mean, I know, I, and,
0: yeah, let's just keep making it. Gotcha. Yeah, play out play, I kind of had a feeling market. that was
2: the answer, but yeah, I wanted to ask uh, anyway. Yeah. You
0: know, uh, <laughs> That's what's in the market. Sure. Haze, hazy, juicy IPAs. Yep. You know, kind of just like that really powerful fruit punch.
1: So what hop is in this slugfest?
0: Um, I'd say the real... Is it, ci- def- is it a citrus hop or citra hop? Um, there's no... Ci- I mean, there may uh. be... Ci- no, no citra. No. Mandarina Bavaria okay. is the, like, strain of hop that typically, like, really pops in this one. And Constantly that's like Clementine, that. tam- Tangerine. <laughs> mm,
1: okay. um, citrus. That's yeah, the delicious. citrusy notes. Oh. For sure.
0: Well, and I was going to say,
2: because I, re- I remember when it... Well, how long... Did it come to market? Are we talking? It's got to be over a year. Was March. it March? It was last March. And I remember it coming out because we might have even had Summit on when it, when it debuted or maybe shortly thereafter. We're getting to the end of the decade,
3: and a lot of people are doing, like, the the, the decade list. Yeah. So, you know, your best 10... 10- movies films
2: but outside of i mean outside of how great of a beer it is from a price point standpoint if you're into the juicy hazy ipas oh, yeah. this has got to be your jam yeah that's crazy Go ahead.
3: yeah the value play here is awesome you can drink a few of them um not get too drunk just making it onto your top 10 list or what are you no, doing what i was about to say is i can't even remember when like march from this year sure. like which beers we had like can you I, maybe it'll be a maybe it'll be a uh, little homework to, to by go by back and the look. Year, you know The beer one thing shows, that, beers of the decade. And,
1: and Ian, I know you're not like on the, the, maybe you could step up to the mic, because I kind of still want to know this. <laughs> in, in the sense, every time Mark comes on, we talk about the flight back to what you know as a drinker. And oh, I'm a perfect age. In 1989, I was in high school, right? I, I just graduated from high school. I started Drinking Summit right around that time period. And... I still drive back to those beers that I had right then, and are you seeing still, those are easier to sell, or or Tom, in the liquor business, are you seeing people coming in saying, I want the beer that I've had a million times, because I know it's going to be a million times good. You should have seen Mike's hair back then. 19. Yeah, I had this the beautiful, oh, long man. mullet. Now I have a bald spot I, there. Man. I'm just trying
2: to figure out who you directed the question well, at. Go ahead. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, EPA definitely took a little bit of a shot in the arm in the last couple of years. We've had a great couple of years with EPA. It's coming back strong, strong, almost stronger than ever. So,
1: so why do you think that you didn't, you didn't change your marketing plan
2: or anything? Just people said, I know EPA is delicious. Do I'm you think the aniver- the big anniversary you guys threw had something to do with it?
4: Um, I don't think so. That was, I mean, that was, we're almost, there. what, 34 now? Okay. So we're... Um, That's a f- that was quite a while and, um, That was about four God, years, was, ago. Four and years if it, ago. And uh, if it was that
1: powerful of an event to drive back this many sales, you should have one every year.
4: Yeah. And right. I don't, I, we don't put a lot of marketing dollars behind EPA per sure. se. Um, it's more just the brand as a whole. What we, uh, what we do see is that, you know, I think people are just coming back to that moderate alcohol, flavorful, but not overpowering. Mm-hmm. You can drink quite a few in a sitting and it, it pairs well with food. Um, and i think epa sits right there so i think mark was way ahead of trend yeah. i guess you could say
1: yeah back in 1986 mm-hmm.
3: yeah it's absolutely i mean you get the these flavors that when you have that balance you can have a couple um you're you're not over um Indulging is from a, a alcohol standpoint. Mm-hmm. You can kind of still know what you're drinking and enjoy it, and mm-hmm. and the food thing's huge. I mean, mm-hmm. pairing with food, where you know the beer makes you want to eat, you know, or enjoy this food a little bit better, and vice versa is is uh, you know the goal all the time when when you're making beer. So. Summit's so done a great job with that, but like also, you know, been able to balance that with some of these trends like Slugfest. Like I said, I, I love this beer, and I've been drinking it all all summer and into the winter now.
2: You know, and I was uh, uh, thinking back about, and I don't think it was the anniversary party. I think it was when we did the the second uh, bags for wags event at Summit Brewing, and how we all kind of <laughs> kind of sp- uh, spread out on that little not the the grassy area sure. outside of the parking lot. And what I take away from that day was a how hot it was, but so b hot. the fact that Mike brought. <laughs> His own kiddie pool for everyone to—that was smart. That though. was the smartest yeah. thing I've ever had. That's any wrong. like a hundred pounds of ice in a kiddie pool, and it was—it <laughs> was brilliant
1: because that's where we all went. We all
2: hiked up. And I was the dummy that wore jeans that day, Uh but we hiked hiked it up and took our shoes off well, and have soaked it our exceptionally feet. exceptionally feminine-looking legs for I such know, a big I do. guy. I really, okay. really do. Uh, anyway, uh, Summit Brewing <laughs> is the guest here on the beer show, courtesy of our friends from Elevated to Beer, Wine, and Spirits. So I want to transition back to not only Summit EPA but uh some of the other beers. Um that you guys are kind of seeing a resurgence of including EPA, but you know, in the tap room, whether you're at the Rat whether it's at elevated, what what have you, what else are we seeing kinda really hit home right now with uh with, with you guys at Summit? Go ahead, oh, Max. Man. What do you
0: like or either well, one of you guys? I <laughs> I focus much on making the beer. I don't think sure. like, I, I typically, you know. But do you, uh, do
1: you, are you allowed to go out and mingle in the rat sceller when you're done? Oh,
0: that is my favorite thing to do. Do you honestly. do you
1: ask customers like in, in my business? I ask customers how we're doing. Do you say, hey, what do you like about that beer? What what taste profiles are you getting? Do you do ever do any of
0: that? Oh, I all the time. I live for that. Okay. Do you, do you offer
1: autographs by any chance? No,
0: I made
3: that. beer. <laughs> <laughs> He's signing boobs so, all through the day. <laughs> I was gonna say cans.
4: Yes. 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 Okay. Yeah, it's okay. All right, well.
0: Yeah, I'll find
4: cans. <laughs> okay. uh, yeah. yeah, and I guess I'll field that one, too. Yes. I guess, um, you know, we've had a great, fantastic year on seasonals, especially some of our longer-running seasonals. So, like Tom mentioned, uh, winter ale is out right now, our classic English winter warmer. Um, off to a great start. Uh, Oktoberfest this year, fantastic year. We actually were out of Oktoberfest the first week in October. <laughs> Um, good problem to have. Yeah, right? producing yeah. the same amount as we did last year. So again, fantastic year.
2: I remember attempting to go to Elevated, and you guys were out of it. Yeah. it, it well, I don't even think it was mid October, and you guys were already out of it too. Yeah, which is a it was a, a very good year for you guys for yeah, October. Not Tom's fault. So, no, not Tom's um, fault at all. Totally our fault. <laughs> yeah.
4: Um, and then also the thing that we're seeing is really our pilsners, like like uh, Max mentioned. You know, Keller Pils. If if you ask Tom and Ryan at Elevated, Keller Pils is our third best selling beer there. Really. Um, and that to me is really surprising cuz again we don't put any effort in marketing behind that that brand per se so
2: but back to oktoberfest really quick and i wasn't trying <laughs> to shed a bad light on elevator or in you guys but that is the one beer that's trickier than the rest. It because of the the name itself where you literally cannot have it on a shelf when it's it, you know once a Halloween hits. It's got to be gone, correct? I mean that's yeah. that's got to be one of the, the trickiest beers to market and to execute.
4: Yeah, I mean I'd say as soon as 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 soon as the calendar turns to November, that beer is just dead on the shelf. Right. Um and Max can also talk about production. That is one of the hardest beers to nail down production-wise, um just cuz how long how early out we have to brew it. So yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean it needs to sit in the tank for at least a month. Um and then like projecting that and also making it fit in the packaging schedule as well with all of our other brands that we have to manage, it's kind of tricky. So but- is it
1: a problem if you have one tank fill? I mean, you guys have a ton of tanks I assume, yeah, right? Yeah, we have a few. So I mean, is it ever a situation like we need to get that thing bottled because we need to or canned because we need to jam something else in that tank or do you have capacity
0: uh we, right now we're okay okay we're okay, okay. i mean there our new seller helps out a lot they like we have 12 fermenters that are twice the size as the 24 other 24 other fermenters wow so and being able to put like oktoberfest it has to sit in the tank for a really long period of time if we can brew a lot of oktoberfest into those bigger vessels mm-hmm. then we're just gonna you know we're assuming we're gonna tra- have a nice trajectory on the volume sure brew them into those big tanks, let them hang out in there for a while.
2: And the reason I brought that up was uh, we were talking a little bit before in the green room is I made a trip down to Dallas for the Thanksgiving Day game last Thursday. And as we were kind of, you know, going out, we didn't (sighs) humble brag. We weren't weren't really tailgating because it was pouring rain the whole day outside. So we were just kind of really, yeah, we were just kind of going from bar to bar to bar. And uh, one of the places that we stopped at, um, and the place will go nameless and so will the the, the tap handle, (laughs) Uh, they still had, if you wanted, they still had Oktoberfest on tap at this particular establishment. And I I didn't say anything, I just wanted to snap a photo because I thought... Boy, anybody in the industry would say, get that off there right now. <laughs> Blasphemy. Right. That's exactly. why, you know, Blasphemous. I mean, I, the beer's so, fine, yeah, And the beer's so still so fine. It is yeah. fine. And,
1: and it's a brand of beer, right? It's a style and a variety of beer. Oh, hey. And people, I mean, it's I your favorite. Yeah, it's, I ordered <laughs> one. I ordered
2: one. It's your favorite <laughs> I love october I Octoberfest beer. Yeah. <laughs> so he drags them potentially
3: on social media, at least on his phone. No, I and just took a picture to show you guys. I'm serious. That's the only reason I took a
2: picture of it. Please, you should be celebrating. Yeah, I was happy because i love october Fest. so you
1: were drinking Oktoberfest on thanksgiving day yep i was at my family's and you know we talk about food and beer pairings and i had a 2015 bourbon county Whoa. rare right? so i open it up because i don't care i open it up i don't know and then my nephews in the beer business says it's like a 500 hundred dollar bottle of beer <laughs> the moment he said that i looked at all my family and said which one of you are even worthy to test this beer? <laughs> I wasted 500 bucks on my aunt who was like, oh, that's really hard to drink. I'm like, what a waste of 500. Give if me your be, glass. If I would have known it was a $500 beer, I would be holding that in my back pocket for safety reasons. Oh it was, goodness. so he, in fact, he was smart enough to take the box and the, the bottle because he's going to go throw it up on eBay for a hundred bucks. The
3: best and, is when you, yeah, you have one of those share of beers mm-hmm. at a family thing and where maybe everybody isn't as clued in. Sure. And then, you, you know somebody just kind of pours a 16 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like like, right, Nine done. people are going to drink that with you, Uncle Tom. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah and, and I I subsequently figured out that that beer is not a five hundred dollar beer, but it, it's a very expensive beer, uh, yeah, right? Yeah, and and I did have a coronary. You
2: almost. know, it's it's funny you mention that because we were hosting. Uh, this was just a day trip. I flew down, flew back, sure, right, <laughs> and we because we always host Thanksgiving. At my house on that Saturday, usually. So did you say to your wife, like, "Honey, I'm going to go to the garage and check yeah. the turkey, and then fly down to the yeah, game, literally, and then fly right and back. I'll be back." And I, I, okay. all I had to do was put it on mellow. Yeah, and okay, she mellow, was good. Yeah. So anyway, so that Saturday, uh, we were hosting, and my my brother in law brought up one of those beers that we won't name, mm. and it was it was heavenly. He goes, well, he started. Pour, he took out like five glasses, and I go, you, you're wait, don't. She, she's not going to try. Don't even. Don't even want to have a sip of it. No. You know. So he only ended up pouring three, mm. and in which we all got to enjoy. Sure, but, but same, same kind it. of thing. Because I go, you got to know your clientele here. So maybe yeah. what we're getting at
3: is there needs to be like a black market, yes, or a black label Oktoberfest for for out of season. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: just an extra that, brew. You
2: know we just what? Keep on hand. Serious black. question: Is that a beer if bottle can be cellared? Or is that not really that style of beer? Can you not really do that? I mean, or can, can any, any beer, beer th-
0: pretty much be cellar? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I might be on that school of thought, but um, yeah. I mean, we could just hold on to it. <laughs> you, you have to safe. just
1: make make a Maytoberfest. Came over with the well, same beer, my, just called May. Yeah, my Bach. Okay. <laughs> well, there you
3: go. That's the problem. They got other beers that they need to that, brew. that
1: fill in during that time period. Yeah.
2: Okay. So you gotta well,
1: you gotta. Keep we won't come line. up with any great summit ideas today. I guess. <laughs> Keep working on it. Keep working Yet.
2: Yet. All right, let's step aside for a brief moment and come back with our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. And don't forget, two tastings this weekend, this Friday from 5 to 7 at the White Bear Lake location. That's at Highway 61 and 4th Street in downtown White Bear Lake. And, of course, this Saturday at the Minneapolis location at Hiawatha and 42nd from 3 to 5 p.m. You get to go there. You get to try Summit Beer for absolutely free. It's the best deal that money apparently can't buy Do not touch that radio dial. You're listening to the Beer Show Live on Score North. And, of course, we are on scorenorth.com. We'll be back. (laughs) Fellow beer lovers and beer makers, listen up. It's Reavers, and I have some important news. I'd like to introduce you to Dasco. They're not just a label company. They're beverage labeling experts. Need a rush order of custom labels for your new seasonal brew? Well, guess what? Dasco can help. Interested in bringing your beverage labeling in-house? Well, (laughs) Dasco can help. You see, my friends at Dasco will work with you to maximize your brand potential. With over 60 years, yes, 60 years of experience, they have the expertise that you need to succeed. You can learn more about how they can help you from the creative development to labeling at Dasco.com. They are local and family owned and operated, and mostly they are here to help you and your brewery grow. Dasco.com. That's D A S C O.com. Dasco, local labeling solutions for all things beverage. Welcome back to the beer show here on Score North and Scorenorth.com. It's Reavers, it's Fratelloni, it's our friends from Elevator to Beer, Wine, and Spirits. And we're talking Summit Brewing Company. So, fellas, a couple of things that uh, I do want to touch base on. But first, I do have to tell you about our friends at Dasco Brewing. Now, listen up, you guys, at Summit, because here's the deal: Dasco Brewing, or excuse me, Dasco Brewing, Dasco labeling is uh one of our one of our newest friends here on the beer show and they're beverage labeling experts if you need a rush order of custom labels for your new seasonal brew Dasco's going to be able to help you out if you're interested in bringing your beverage labeling in house Dasco can help you with that too my friends at Dasco are going to work with you to maximize your brand potential they have over 60 years yes 60 60 years of experience they have the expertise that you need to succeed you can learn more about how they can help you from the creative development to labeling at dasco.com they are a local and family owned and operated and mostly they are here to help you and your brewery go please check them out online grow not go or both they'll do both dasco.com that's d-a-s-c-o.com they have local labeling solutions for all things beverage
1: Cover your can
2: with Dasko. Damn, that's smart. Oh, I was trying to think of great tagline. for it. That's really form. good. They okay, probably hate you it, but get, I love it. I know, but you can tell them, tell them <laughs> I man that one.
1: Cover your can with Dasko. Done. All right, so <laughs> I saved this story
2: basically for over a week for when you guys were here in studio, all right? And I want to share this with you because I have a certain opinion oh. about this story, and I want to see if you guys have the same reaction as me. Are <laughs> oh, you ready? He's got it. Are you ready? Are you ready? He gets all right. A look ready. in his eyes? <clears throat>
3: it's a reader email. Most husbands
2: oh, yeah <laughs> This one comes in from Jim. No I'm kidding. Most husbands find ways to chill with their guy gang while wives find ways to make them stay at home or so people believe. This is usually Kim har chi. That's right. Uh, for making surprise dinner or movie plans to asking their husbands to get their kids homework done. Wives try to find creative ways to make their husbands spend maximum time with their family. Here we go. 48-year-old Jane Trapper's idea to make her husband stay around her as much as possible surely takes the cake. Paul, her husband, was fond of visiting the local pub for his daily dose of booze and friends. In order to keep a check on this, his wife decided to build a pub in their own backyard. Nice. The pub, called the Doghouse Pub, was built in five months and treats Paul and his friends with game Games, booze, and music daily. The couple spent around, oh, I don't know what that money conversion is, a lot of money, in building a cabin-style <laughs> pub. She says, quote, my husband, Paul, 53, an engineer, had always loved popping down to our local, and I could never seem to keep him at home. And so I got thinking, why not create my own pub, become my own lady, and then I can really tell people, my husband's in the (laughs) doghouse. Get it? Uh, 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 uh. We'd had to get the garden leveled out anyway, which had been expensive, and uh, it seemed like the perfect opportunity for me to play it out uh, the way I'd always wanted, she said. Jane shared how building her own pub at home has helped her husband stay home. Quote, he won't want to go to the local anymore. We have three Basset hounds, and a mate was able to create us a sign for the front of the pub with one of our dogs, she said. Then I worked on making it like a proper pub, because to start with, it was not just like a log house, but I wanted people to be astonished, so we continued to transform it into a mini pub. I won't bore you with any more of the details. I looked at the pictures online. It's about the size of a, a large, uh, like a small small tap room, but she's got the tap panels and anything. Your guys' thoughts, because I have an opinion.
3: You want to go first, time on this one? Small, it's, it's a small tap. Obviously, first of all... It's about song- the
2: size of this studio. Okay. Maybe that's a little the, bit bigger, like, the size like a of two the car garage. That's
3: something. a that's a pretty small tapper. Right? A one-car one yeah, car garage. Yeah, there you garage, go. Yeah, okay. but I I want to get back into the music thing. Do they have like live music here? Kind of, but not really. A it's it's stage. one guy
2: playing a guitar yeah, in the corner. Fine. Okay. okay. But your, singing, thoughts overall, your thoughts you over on the project. It.
3: You know, I get it. You know, I started off my kind of journey with with beer in the beer industry as a home brewer, and I ended up with uh four, i want to say I had a four tap kegerator in my kitchen oh in your kitchen <laughs> <laughs> this thing was huge and it well wow, I mean, it was in the kind of the uh, the dining room attached you know sure, in that bedroom. area i mean it was taking up significant <laughs> space so i get it but uh the full i mean
0: I think okay, you're skirting the question. You're, okay. you're done. Here's right. mine. no no okay, hold on Max, you're going Max. you go next. Yes. Oh, That just made me think about Family Guy. Honestly, okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's not <laughs> <it>. bad. That's <laughs> it, that's Michael. It. Uh, my
1: prediction: they'll be divorced in one year. Thank <laughs> you, Mike. Fred, You do not want your husband drinking anywhere near you. And by the way, your husband doesn't want to drink Thank you. anywhere near you, Thank and you. nor do any of his
2: friends. Uh huh.
1: That she's pecking him. She's a hen pecker.
2: Yeah. Is that the term? Uh See what I thought when I first when I. Obviously, the story itself on the surface. Oh, no. that's pretty cool. That's yeah, kind of pretty cool. She, but I'm going to go Oprah bar, on this. Is she the bar? She's the man- bar wench too. Oh, yeah, but <laughs> she even said she was the bar wench. Here, here, you guys, See, you're missing. You're missing the key point okay. in all no, this If
3: she's inside doing whatever, no, 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 no. and he's it all back matter. in his man cave, what's no. the problem? All she has
2: to do is walk out and say the vacuum broke. No, 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 no. Uh, Steve Buscemi. Uh, you, you guys are all missing the key. Okay. The key component. No, you're not really because you're on the same wavelength as I am because. It's the escape. Yes. This is the trap. Have you guys ever seen the hot, crazy Matrix <laughs> yeah, on YouTube? Tiffany. Yeah. This is where that woman resides yes. in the danger zone. Because, I do think River
1: still plays town ball. That's my escape. <laughs> that's right. Leave oh, me alone. Yes. And she endorses back. it. You
2: know why she endorses it? Because she needs an escape Get too. Get your ass out yeah, of the she house. She needs that
3: time. Yeah. time. He saves uh-huh. he's outside of the house. I'm gonna play the devil's advocate here. Of course he's outside you are. of the house, he's out back. Can't I mean she can ignore him, whatever. He can ignore her out there, saving money, not driving drunk. He can't, can't kind of flirt with any want. waitresses out there, because no, why not? But, but Tom, you're missing. <laughs> there are no waitresses out there <laughs> because it's there is no waitress. Yard. Good point. Yeah. But you no missed waitress.
2: that. All sounds good in theory, but you missed the key quote when okay. she said, "I was sick of him being gone." Yeah. See, that's an element of control See, that you're not was, thinking uh, of. She was
1: sick of him being gone. No, right? yeah, and they're He they're was being, sick of her being around.
4: Yeah.
2: No, that's, that's why he was gone so much. Yeah. So I mean, maybe now I've converted you guys to my line of thinking. That
0: sounds very logical. I mean, go to rats. At but, that's that's right. fine. 10, and over
1: I go, home. I mean don't don't be out for 10 hours a day, boys. Just go out, have a drink, and go home, right? You can mm-hmm. have a happy A couple drinks. Yeah. A couple that, drinks. That and could, go could home. be
3: the other side of the coin. I mean, he's overindulging. He's taking it too far. Is there a element of uh coming together in the spirit of marriage and meeting the other person halfway? Can we can we I don't know can we agree happens. on that. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I <laughs> All right. station, you know Tom. why? You can't
1: even ask him because you know why? He owns liquor stores. That's true. But at any point in time, he can just go grab a beer. That's right. <laughs> like, You're... we can't just do that. I can't just walk in aisle <laughs> five and grab a beer.
2: Well, you have that secret cool. cooler in the back of your store. Sure. Yeah, yes. Right. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Let's go back to the beer. Uh, elevator beer, wine and spirits. Two tastings this weekend, uh, featuring Summit Brewing Friday at the White Bear Lake Store, which is on Highway 61 and 4th Street, downtown White Bear Lake. And this Saturday at the Minneapolis Store, Hiawatha and 42nd. Tom Summit is the featured guest this week.
3: Yeah, absolutely. We got some at 12 packs, dollar off. If you go to Elevated right now, you can use the Beer Show code. We'll buy you a beer, three bucks off on Sweet. A delivery. And the Beer right Show now. code is what? Beer Show. It's Beer Show. All one word. One word.
1: B-E-R. Beer That doesn't ever sound like we're spelling it right. B e e r. B w l r.
2: Beer Show. do Three
3: e's. Did you just? No, I think you
1: see. It's really hard to sound out, isn't it?
3: Well, I think our fans, people that've been with us for a while, know how to spell beer, so they're gonna put the Beer Show together for that three dollars off and get themselves a couple of twelve packs and they'll be set for the whole weekend maybe or they can come into that tasting
2: as chris suggested beautiful so max what are we going to be featuring at uh, at elevator for these wonderful tastings and just throw out any beer whatsoever because i know you're big on the winter the winter ale right now at summit
0: uh so the house party uh so slugfest uh cranky woodsman Keller pills and epa nice you know the
3: newest one to hit I want to say the newest one to hit 12-packs, correct me if I'm wrong, is the Porter. Has that been in 12-packs before? I feel like maybe that's new for Elevated. We just got the the Porter into 12-packs. New for Elevated, okay. But that's the thing. With the 12-packs, the value play is awesome here. You can get the variety if you want. If you know you're going to want to just stick with the classic EPA, bottles and cans, um, and then we got the winter, which again is holds a dear place in my heart. So, uh, it's a good deal here for December. You know, people are getting together. You want that crowd pleaser and summit 12 packs are going to be the deal. So you can come out, taste the one you like, figure it out, take a couple home with you. Or you can order it now online and get it delivered before the show's even over with the beer show code. Are these variety packs becoming a big part of your business? Because what a, what a
1: great way to try a brewery.
3: What is the thing with the brewer? Like what, I mean, so from a brewer's perspective, this gives you an opportunity to, you know, again, try those different or, or kind of one-off beers mm-hmm. while also providing variety to the customer. Um do you guys, how, how do the brewers, you know, how are you guys, do you have input into what the, the seasonals are going to be or, or what the the add-ins for the variety packs are going to be?
0: Yeah. Uh, we, we have a pilot system, and uh, it's 1 100th size of our brew house, so it scales.
1: <laughs> little tiny beers. Yeah. Just little, little tiny beers. It,
3: it's, it's like Mike's <laughs> wardrobe, 1 1/100.
1: 100th. <laughs> I thought size. you were going to say it's something different. Oh! I was like, how dare you, sir? It's a... Yeah, so, family Max, show, so, when when we have um, when you when you start at Summit, I know they have a tasting panel, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, have you been on that panel, or did you qualify? Were your was was your ability to taste something high enough to make it to that panel?
0: Yeah, I or I I think so. Okay. I feel like there's a list somewhere, and I wasn't told if I am or am not on it. Okay, but I You're, think I'm on just it. Just so you know you're yeah. not on it
1: if you if you don't know you're not on it because what i what i understand is they go through every employee yep. and they test them for their ability to identify flavors in things well, correct? It's, it's
0: less of a test and it's more of an educational piece okay. like just because we have a like we have a sensory kind of class that anybody if they want to be a part of you know getting to know flavors like sure. that they can have the ability to to learn
3: so Bill, in accounting, not a real person, is just sitting there, and he gets the test. He whatever, absolutely does. And he fails miserably. I mean, doesn't that seem what? like a terrible situation? No, because I, like that strangely, I should say that
1: I have a friend who was a receptionist at Summit, she took the test and they said, or not took the test, but went through the program and she became a very prominent part oh, of that. Oh, it's about she, identifying It was being the able to yes. say, you I can taste this yes. in that. You oh. know, I, I, you and I laugh every time because we go into the green room, you have me try a beer, you might like, Mike, try this. And then I turn to you and say, <laughs> what am I tasting in? And then he starts in Reapers, he does this to you too, he says, do you taste cocoa? Oh, oh yeah, I absolutely do. Do you taste a little bit of apricot? I'm 100% taste, but I could never put those two together in my brain. But I think some people can. In, in so other a new
2: cocoa and an apricot. Uh, EPA. Yes, I, know. Trying to suggest? I,
1: just, I. I put those two together.
2: And I thought just that in
1: time
3: for the holiday the season. Especially maybe <laughs> write that one down. But, no, the, but uh, the you no, you mentioned
2: no, the the assorted <laughs> twelve pack or the mix pack, whatever those those have to be extremely popular this time of the year with <laughs> yeah. holiday gatherings, yeah, family crazy. gatherings. I mean,
3: yeah, you want something light, you want something dark, little hops,
2: little knots. You're uh, trying to appeal to a wide ranging audience. We do
3: a ton of twelve packs at Elevated. We kind of have made a point to kind of feature a lot of those, and breweries have kind of. Uh, as the 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 scene is developed, you know they want to get into those varieties and and be able to show people in one package all that you know a, a, do, you know it. what what they can do a range mm-hmm. of what the brewery is able to do. You know maybe somebody doesn't love your IPA, but they find that your pilsner is very good or or whatever. You know if you sold them a six pack and they didn't like the IPA, well you're out of luck. Maybe they don't come back to your brewery for mm-hmm. a while. But with the variety pack, they find another one. They're like, "Oh yeah, this is good" or whatever. And you know, again, someone with the quality that they're bringing, they you know, it's a you know, you're gonna find something in that. It's not a question of quality it's yeah just the quality be, is going to be there it's, it's just going to be the personal taste, taste yeah, yeah you know and one
2: of the things i think that's extremely underrated about your guys' store is you know the individual selection and people building their own six packs which i know we've we've touched on in the in the history of us working together here on the beer show but one of those things that i think if someone's listening and saying well i gotta get the beer lover or i gotta get something for my father-in-law that's one hundred percent the way to go, because here you are, and you've got a staff of experts at both of your locations, and then you can just build one at, uh, uh, you know according to the taste.
3: yeah, I mean, if you can't find it in a variety pack, which is a great option, we definitely can take advantage of our uh, build your own sections, the biggest out of anybody. we kind of make it a priority with our store if if we don't have it on our single shelf, we can pull it off. Open up a six pack. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we'll just put it together for you. And that's the thing. You you know, give us a few hints, you know, who the person's for, what the gift is. All right. So
2: I'm the, let's just say, I'm the daughter in law of a big, big craft beer fan. And what you're going to say, what is he like? I don't know. What do you, then what's the next step? <laughs> it could be the son-in-law. He had
1: to pick daughter-in-law for some reason. Right? Because I'm I'm picturing... yeah, but That was your girl voice? Your voice isn't very good. That's, what my, that's what my wife sounds like. I don't know like. what my yeah. uh,
2: but i but I'm, Because I'm picturing that happens a lot at your store.
3: First of all, I'm not convinced on the story, so I'm starting to okay, think, like, yeah. what is this person? Does, yeah. Is this yeah. person yeah. real? Does yeah. she really have
2: a father-in-law or whatever? But when someone <laughs> says they're not sure, what's your next course of action? It,
3: it, there's two things. It's it's it, You can either kind of go with the light or dark. Or the hoppy or not. Okay. And that's where we generally start. It's like, do you know if they like hoppy beers? Uh, they can, people can typically tell right away. It's like, uh, yeah, that bitterness either bothers me or yeah, I like that. Um, so we we will typically delineate there. Uh, Does he buy his beer in thirty
1: packs or six packs? Well, right, those are two exactly. No, things, the, right?
3: that's the, you hit a great point there because there's certain people that only want to drink a beer once. Mm-hmm. They want to drink this beer that just came out, and then they want to drink this next beer that hasn't been come out mm-hmm. yet. You know, just always the newest, newest, newest. So it matters a little bit less the style there. Um but even within those groups, you know, they fall within the sours, the stouts and the IPAs. But um yeah, typically uh, you know, it's hoppy or not. And uh that's the better one for me because you know, you can you can get a lot of different range in a non hoppy beer from light to dark and vice versa. So, you know, if if people are into hops I can I can you know, there's so many IPAs out right now. Obviously, it's the hugest thing Mm. um, that we'll typically get into some of that. I'll try to, you know, range it from some pale ales to some imperials or doubles. Um, So, you know, you're not necessarily all doubles where Mm. it's a 10, 8, 9, 10% beer and each one is is a a whole thing on its own. Get the mix there. You try some different things. Maybe you'll try a little different um, malt base on some of those and, you know, Uh, We typically have the new and seasonal stuff right up front in a specific section, so you kind of play to that a little bit, go off of that. Uh, One of the things I always tell people is the fun thing to shop at our store is we have everything in the six-packs regional or geographic. So Mm -hmm. it's east coast to west coast in our coolers. But on our single shelf, it's by style. So if you want all Minnesota beer, you could look in our cooler and say, oh. here's all the Minnesota beers, but I just want one of each. Sure. And then you go find those or we'll help oh, you cool put idea. that together or whatever. Or vice versa, if you just want to look at all the IPAs that are available at any given point, you can look at our single shelf, find what you want, and say, oh, no, I'm going to get six or 12 of those and go find it in our, in our beer cave. So <clears throat> typically, getting back to your question there, I'm going to kind of bring a lot of things together. Uh, we're in it every day. We don't expect people that come in, even beer fans. You know, aren't living and breathing this stuff the way we are. So we, you know, we we leverage that and 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 try to put something together. And we care about these people getting a good product. Um, you know, you don't of- just
1: pick six you curate six for yeah. people yeah. you actually plan like these six go together by this plan instead of oh let me just grab you six beers and and we'll get you out of here
2: yeah i yeah. white bear See, that's what i would do yeah that's what i, I just grabbed the first six here you go
1: yeah. In I'm White Bear, I have be a good. handful
3: of, of customers that come in and, and 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 need Tom to put it together for and that. Our, yeah. I, you know, I
1: was thinking as we were talking <laughs> about this, if someone gave me a six pack and there was a piece of paper that said "curated by Tom at Elevated," we've thought about that. I've th- thought I, about I that think before. that actually is kind of cool because then I say, "Okay, I'm going to go see Tom at Elevated because he gave me
3: the style." Now well, we'll write I'm going to take out it to the beer show. Here I, we go. Okay, so we'll have Max on. Yes, we'll we'll quiz him. We'll get him to. Pick a six-pack, yeah. and then we'll have it on sale. Curated by and Max. We'll talk about that's it. That's not yeah. a bad idea. You know, if we thought about like this idea that. an hour yeah, ago, we would have told people about it.
2: <laughs> yeah. All right, so Max, if people are hearing this, they want to find out more about Summit, because apparently they've been living under a rock for the past 34 <laughs> years. They want, But they also want to maybe find out where they can locate your beer, things of that nature. Everything, I'm sure, is online and on social media.
0: Yeah, yeah, or, or just come have a beer with me in the Ratskeller. I'll be in there. Will you pour me a glass of 120 shilling? I, I will find some 120 just for you. <laughs> Did you just ever have it, Tom? Uh,
3: no, I missed out. Oh, tell him. No. Mom, tell him.
0: I mean, it is very, very, it's good. very good. Yeah, no, <laughs> And it's, I hate to it's tarnish. A smooth export scotch ale. It's so like yeah, the booziness doesn't it. overpower it. And nice. it's one of the, like, I love balance and, yeah. like, for us, for so how high in alcohol
2: is that? Is that, so. that going to come out again anytime soon? Are we, I mean, we're going to do that again. You can come be, to Alberta, i I'll show really, you I'm not not the, the mayor. <laughs> all right, Stutro, did you hear <laughs> that? Make that happen again here in the very near future, and then we'll make a beer run over there with the uh, the boy Max. Thanks for coming in, man. We appreciate. Yeah, pre- it.
0: Yeah, thank you for having me. This
3: is awesome. Well, and continue we had, success. We didn't talk about Max's sweet Whalers hat at all. <laughs> is that a sweet Whalers hat? that's a sweet I didn't see a Nice hat. you look for the guy. Younger dude, but kind got of the a porno sweet. mustache. <laughs> Jesus, right? I
1: mean, if that's not a yeah. '70s porno mustache, okay, I don't it know like what I is. haven't heard it. Okay. You know? <laughs>
3: <So>. <laughs> but he has a sweet hat. Go ask him; he'll he'll tell you which beers are are pouring good at the Rat Skeller.
2: And as we mentioned, this Friday at the White Bear Lake store, my God, Michael, from five to seven p.m. <laughs> <laughs> at Highway sixty one and Fourth Street. And this Saturday at the Minneapolis location at Hiawatha and Forty Second, from three to five p.m. It's a beer show. Crisscross this week. We're doing White Bear Lake on Friday. We're doing Minneapolis on Saturday. You get to try Summit Beer and you get to do it for free, Tom. It's, it's a great deal. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> he is so excited. It's a great deal. But you guys are also yes. all over social media with both of your various uh, social media channels, yeah, correct? Yeah,
3: Elevated BWS and Elevated WBL. There can be some slight differences in availability and stuff like that. So if you're near to one of the stores, pick out that social channel for you and shop online at elevated.shop. It's easy to remember. I love it. And on your app store of choice, you do elevated.beer and download that thing for super easy ordering.
2: Thanks, buddy. Thank you. Talk to you again, Michael. Thank you so much. Don't tell me it's the end of the show because we still didn't talk about what we were gonna talk about. Oh shit.
1: You're the best football player against a school of the blind. Thank you very much. He told much. a story about playing football against a blind team. It if
2: was you cool. missed any portion of the program, please check out the <laughs> podcast that you can find online at scorenorth.com. Like also that, available on know. Podcast One. For Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores, my name is Chris Reavers. We'll talk to you again next Thursday night. Until then, cheers. Fellow beer lovers and beer makers, listen up. It's Reavers, and I have some important news. I'd like to introduce you to Dasco. They're not just a label company. They're beverage labeling experts. Need a rush order of custom labels for your new seasonal brew? Well, guess what? Dasco can help. Interested in bringing your beverage labeling in-house? Well, (laughs) Dasco can help. You see, my friends at Dasco will work with you to maximize your brand potential. With over 60 years, yes, 60 years of experience, they have the expertise that you need to succeed. You can learn more about how they can help you from the creative development to labeling at Dasco.com. They are local and family-owned and operated, and mostly they are here to help you and your brewery grow. Dasco.com. That's D-A-S-C-O dot com. Dasco. Local labeling solutions for all things beverage.